what to do, where to eat, and people you should know. This is National Lifestyles, the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nashville Lifestyles, the podcast. My name is Brian Berry. I'm the publisher of the magazine, and I'll be your host today. I am super excited. We have a special guest today that has worked with the magazine for years. We're going to get into all that. And she's got, I think, one of the most interesting jobs out there ever. And uh, I can't wait to hear you tell your story and talk about how you got into it and food writing and all that. But we want to also thank our sponsors who make this possible for us. Gaylord's been so great to us. Um, They started us with this podcast for two years now. I cannot believe it. And, uh, you know, we love them. They've got sound waves, but also the holidays are amazing at Gaylord. They've got a whole thing with uh, Save Christmas. It's an elf mission. Lots of fun for the whole family. We'll talk more about that at the commercial break with them. You guys have to check it out. I can't wait to go see it uh, next week. That's when it opens. Um, okay, so we are here with a acclaimed, famous food writer, Nancy VNO. Did I say it right, Nancy? <laughs> did I say it right? God, yes. I'm so embarrassed to our listeners that Alice and I were talking about your last name yesterday, and I was like screwing up the pronunciation, but it's VNO, like the letters. I'll never forget it now. I'll never forget it. Yep. Okay. Great. God, so embarrassing. Um, yeah, it's a French Canadian name. It's uh, it's which which translates to to came by water because my my ancestors oh. did travel from France to um, uh, to Newfoundland many many years ago. So it's kind of a it's it's got its own interesting history. Um, but anyway, yeah, just a now. Are you from Nashville? One of the things. Or how long have no, you been here? but I call, I call myself nearly native. Because I came here as an 11 year old in the mid sixties. So don't do the math, <laughs> but, um, so, um, no, I'm from New York and my dad was in the music business and oh. in the mid sixties, MGM records sent him down here to open up their country music division. And so that's what, Brought the whole family to Nashville, and um, in at that time we had one skyscraper. We did not have liquor by the drink. There oh. were only, I mean, there were some meat and threes to eat at, and oh, a couple of high end restaurants. Maybe Mario's and Eros Cactus Canyon and Ireland's were then back oh, in the day. Ireland's, uh, oh. and uh, so I've seen. I have seen Nashville through a very interesting, um, you know, 50 year trajectory, um, you know, uh, of change. I, uh, I never thought that I would be a food writer initially, but I always thought I would be a writer even growing up. As I started out as a, as a super picky eater. I wasn't even that crazy about food until I was <laughs> like 18 years old. And, uh, uh, I lived in, I went to become like an exchange student in Holland for a year. And I decided that people were not going to put up with my picky ways that I better just kind of like get over myself and try some things. And it's not like Dutch cuisine is amazing, but it is very seasonal and people shop daily and it's very vegetable driven. And it just kind of opened my eyes up to like this whole world that had been kind of obscured to me uh, that I'd sort of shut off and I realized what I hated, I really loved. 
Oh, wow. And uh, so, yeah, I always, I always tell parents who have, have picky eaters in their family, don't worry, things can change dramatically and for the better. And in fact, sort of that, that pickiness can sort of, you know, um, help inform your palate later. I think, I think it can be a boon. I got into food before I got into food writing. I want to back up and ask you, did you go to school? Were you a journalist by education or no? I did go to school and I majored, had a double major in English and art, but I thought I was going to become a teacher. So I didn't have that strict journalist background. It was really more literature. Um, but when, when I got ready to, you know, to, to, to get my degree, I had enough hours and I didn't do the student teaching and I just thought, eh, I'm done. I'm, 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 I just want to finish and, and move on. But, and it's very difficult to make a living in, in the fine arts, but I realized that I had a knack for cooking and for food and was completely self-trained in that regard, but I, you know, started my own catering business. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is... Singing love for all to hear! Your mission? Journey into Buddy the Elf's world, where you'll cook with the Elf's four main food groups and compete in an epic virtual snowball fight as part of more than a dozen interactive challenges in this year's all-new, can't-miss, mission-safe Christmas experience. Get your tickets at christmas at gaylordopryland.com. Santa! I know him! Okay, so you had a cafe on 2nd Avenue. Like, when was that, and what was it called? I wonder if I knew it. Okay, the, the name of the cafe was A Matter of Taste. And it was, I uh, had it from 1989 to 1995. Oh my God. And, wow. <laughs> and I mean, it was, it was a really, it was a very interesting time to be, you know, I've always loved our downtown and it was just, it was, it was different then, way different. Um, but from the cafe, my catering company grew and uh, I had to close that cafe. Things, um, I kind of got forced out. With, with the the building of the Hard Rock Cafe and oh, yeah. the and the Wild Horse Saloon and some other there were some other issues but anyway I shut the cafe down but I sort of kept the catering aspect alive and then that's all I did until 2005 and then I sold the company and took that time because it's a young person's business and I wasn't as young and <laughs> uh, I wanted business. to focus on writing. Yeah, because you're probably Pardon working me? a lot of nights, like a hard business, right? Working nights and oh yeah, cooking yeah. all the it, time. Yeah. I mean, catering. Yeah, there's a lot of you know, it's an interesting business. I mean, I loved it, um, but you know, real demanding. Can't forget anything. You're slipping stuff around the, <laughs> <laughs> um, the city. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it was after that that I decided to focus on on my writing because you really can't. Um, I feel like writing is a real solitary thing and I, you know, I couldn't run a business and and do that at the same time. Um, And I got into, you know, I think I started a blog um, and I also worked on a cookbook. I worked on a memoir about my time downtown Mm. and, uh, then somebody, uh, somebody at the Tennessean reached out to me because um, I 
wanted, they needed somebody to do their restaurant reviews. And, um, did they think I could do that? And I thought, well, it's not something I ever thought that I would necessarily do, but yeah, I think I could do that. And that's, that's kind of how it got started. Just something, um, sort of unexpected. And from there I started, you know, writing, writing for, for natural lifestyles and, um, you know, just kind of took off from there. Good writer, you know, all this time, um, which is kind of a, it's, it's a, it's a good way to be, I think. <laughs> so I'm dying um, to ask you, so what, okay. So I know how it is with us. Like, you know, the restaurants know you're coming, right? Have you ever done yes. any like undercover? And, and I'll tell you the reason I'm asking this. One of my favorite books of all time is Garlic and Sapphires by Ruth Reichel. And she talks oh, about, right. yes. oh my God, have you read that book? Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. No, I mean, it's, she, it's, no, it's, it's like the best of her books. I think. Yes. I love that book. Oh, I love, I think I've read it. No joke. Three or four times. And I'm just, I love it. <laughs> and she talks about going in disguise to all these restaurants because people knew her in New York as, you know, a food critic have you ever right. had anything like that happen where people are like, uh-oh, well, Nancy's here? The stuff that I would do for the Tennessean, I, um, get, people didn't know that I would be coming. Okay. And um, I also felt like, you know, I, I called it my cloak of invisibility. I think that, um, <laughs> I think women of a certain age can be invisible. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah. And, and they were, well, I'll also say is that, um, even though I, my, my, I was married a long time ago and legally my last name is still short, fancy Vienna short. Right. And so here I'm disclosing trade secrets, but so I, I could make <laughs> reservations under Nancy short would make a reservation and pay for it. Oh, you know gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Anyway, I've been doing this so long. People know who I am anymore. And well, I was going to say, honestly, now people know, know you. Yeah. <laughs> um, or but some, some still don't. But, you know, like I say, it can be kind of invisible. You just kind of walk in and go take a seat at the bar or, or whatever, you know, and get a sampling of things. But typically what what I do for, for you all are are different kinds of stories. They're not reviews because right. um, what I love about food writing is that, I mean, you know, I, I call them life's edible stories because, you know, we, we can learn about a person's history or we learn about culture. Um, we can, we just find out about, um, you know, people's stories and who they are through the lens of food. Mm -hmm. And uh, it keeps it really vital and interesting because um, there are just so many different angles uh, with it that, uh, you know, whether it's somebody's recipe or, you know, their heritage coming up that they're bringing into um, a restaurant that they've designed or... Like Vivek, right? Like I think about Vivek Sirti's got... Um, yes. I mean, talk about an immersive experience, right? You go to his restaurant. Yes. And you learn about his life, his culture, his family. I think it's such a cool thing. 
what I think we all, I mean, this is why we're really driven with food stories is because, you know, for one, we all, we love stories and we want to be told stories. So we want to learn about people through their stories and the decks, um, you know, Taylor is such, it's, it's, it's like nothing else. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a complete experience and you're in this room with all these other people. And so it, it becomes a shared experience, which kind of magnifies it. And his food is so, it's so damn good. It's so good. <laughs> um, and he's the nicest guy. Like you just want to like have a drink with him it's, and obviously support his business. He's a good guy. So if anyone's listening and they have right, been, right. And, and now he's just doing such a great thing by holding, um, you know, these dinners while there's in this transitional phase at the, at the national food project. And right. so that that's bringing a lot of goodwill and good energy and, and monies, you know, to, to that um, nonprofit that is doing so much good work in our city. Has anything funny or strange or out of the ordinary happened when you went into a restaurant to try it out? <laughs> That you can talk about. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, there probably has. And, and, and you know, because, yeah, I mean, there were, I remember in my very early days of beginning, like, to do, like, some reviews for, for the Tennessean. And there would be some places that I would check out. And there was, like, one in particular on 2nd Avenue. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you the name. And it was so long ago. It doesn't matter. But it was, it was so poorly conceived and laid out. I mean, there were so many, there were so many wrong things about it <laughs> right <laughs> off the bat that I just sort of made the decision that, you know, I don't need to shine the light on this. Oh. Um, it's just going to have its own little quiet life and death. I mean, I don't, it, it doesn't need me to write, you know, about how bad it is because you see, you know, yeah. it was something no, that was, you know, I think within within six weeks it was gone or whatever. So oh, those wow. are the, you know, there are decisions like that that you just, you know, it like that's that's kind of an extreme, but that was like one that was one one example of something like oh this <laughs> most of the time this this you know because I I have a background in in food and like running a business it's like I approach it from um, you know sort of that feet in two worlds. In other words, as not, not just as a consumer, but as also somebody understanding what it's like to run a business and how, how difficult it can be and how there can be, you might have an off day or somebody in the kitchen may have an off day or, you know, somebody, you know, somebody didn't show up and shorthanded. There's so many different factors um, that in going into running a restaurant and serving the public and taking care of people and, and, and being, you know, that beacon of hospitality that I think, and I think especially in these days and times, um, everything that people have had to go through navigating this pandemic. Yeah. That, yeah, that I, I just feel like we need to, we need to be mindful of what people are, are, are trying to do and, and trying to, you know, um, take care of in, in adversity and to, to be generous. I've been to a couple a of restaurants way. lately and they've, they've literally posted signs like, um, I don't know if I should say the names. I won't say the names of the restaurants, but local yeah. owned restaurants 
And they had signs up and they were like, you know, please bear with us as we're short staffed, which, you know, I appreciate knowing it going into it. You know, it's like, let's set the expectation. We can be patient. We, We really, truly always should be, you know. But it's like, okay, exactly. It's it, we're all going through some tough times. So, okay, I want to ask exactly. you, this is my grand finale big segment questions for you here. So we can play this okay. game one of two ways, Nancy. So either would you be comfortable saying some of your favorite restaurants or should I ask you recommendations based on different kinds of restaurants? We can go one of either way. Well, I, I can talk about some of my favorite places. We, we are so lucky in Nashville now because there are so many very good places to go yes. get a delicious meal. I, I live with a vegetarian, so when we go out, I have to be mindful uh, that the places that we go have enough interesting options for him. So sort of take that into account with, with my recommendations. I, I, as an aside, I will say that like in National Lifestyle's latest issue, the Steakhouse one, <laughs> that was kind of like a big boon for me to go out on. <laughs> because I, I don't cook a lot of, I, I got my uh, year's supply of, of beef. <laughs> that you did, yeah. On that issue. I apologize <laughs> no, for your cholesterol. Fun. I really love the work that Julia Joxik is doing at um, Cafe Rose oh, and yes. Rose Pony. Yes. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a terrific all-day cafe, but there's always delicious and fresh and interesting creative fare at, at both her um, East Nashville and the sort of Bellmead areas. And, uh, and I, I, that's, that's, that's one of our... That's one of our go-tos that, that we, that we love. Um, I'll say also, I'm kind of excited, um, because last night I went to Sadie's oh, yeah. for the first time and that is in Edge Hill Village. It's actually, I'm kind of stoked because it's close to where I live. And that and used to be the I'm Mexican We all need places in walking distance, you know, <laughs> that we can, and I, <laughs> and, um, I had a really nice experience for a first experience there. So I'm looking forward um, to dining there some more. Um, the chef is, um, I think her name is Margaret Lavetti, And she had been in Nashville a few years ago at Barcelona. Mm. It's just like two doors down from this location. And she, she left, I think, worked in Florida, but um, came back to help um, open this concept, which they say it's, Mediterranean influenced American fare, but um, gosh, I, I, some of the things I had last night were quite good. Crispy artichokes with the dill aioli. That was oh, can't go wrong there. And uh, no, 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 no. And uh, they do different grilled kebabs, but as they're served, they're deconstructed on the plate over the better rice with some different sauces. I always had a, a wonderful experience at Margot's. Oh. Yes, um, uh, in East Nashville, she um, she's been doing it a long time now. I think what she had her twenty year anniversary earlier this year, and you know it's 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 like it's it's a culinary force in this town, and she's consistently wonderful. Um, that's a that's one that I can think of that we the best like chicken you'll to. ever have in your life at Margot. The very best chicken you ever have. <laughs> I don't know how she does it. Yeah. It's unbelievable. No, 
Alpha, a long-standing place that we have loved probably since 2003, is a Turkish restaurant in oh. Lion's Head. Oh. Anatolia's. Yes. They have been there forever. A million um, years. But they are, you know, and it's just been an unassuming strip mall kind of place, but um, they are lovely, gracious people and so hospitable and... It's the kind of place where I know, like, like my partner, Bill, I think he gets the same thing every time. I mean, <laughs> I switch things up, but it's one of those places that, you know, sometimes you just go to a place because there's this one thing that you just love and that's what you want. But anyway, oh, yeah. we've, we've been going there for a very long time and, and, uh, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's quite good. Um, and then... Well, what about Italian? Think about what's your favorite Italian? Okay, let's see. I love um, I love what I love Tony Galson's cooking. Oh yeah, Nikki's Nikki Colfire is the best. Um, uh, Because it it, and, and Tony is so talented because he can do amazing things in in the in savory and in sweet you know yes. like his gelatos and i mean he's he's got you know kind of that double background um and then of course the thing you know going into the bagels <laughs> you know yeah. that came out of uh covid but it he makes really wonderful pastas um yeah, and Mama G's meatballs, and of course those pizzas. So that's 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 a there's a shout out for for uh, Nikki's, and then I've had some beautiful dishes at Yolan, um, yes. down in the in, in the Joseph um, boutique hotel. Um, gosh, they do a lobster risotto with a piece of lobster claw meat that's incredible, and all their. I mean, I love I love fresh. Um, in-house made pastas. There's just something, you know, I'll make them myself sometimes. And, but to go out and have that and have them done right, that's like a, that's a real treat. Oh, so good. And they have the one with the truffles, fettuccine with truffle there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice, fancy, fancy food. All right. Now I have a, I have a very random question to ask you. Do you ever eat fast food? Are you a fast food person ever? Um, yes. What's your but favorite? only if sort of local fat Hugh babies. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I love Hugh babies. Oh, well, we're yeah. here. We're basically past our time, but I've really enjoyed hearing this from you. Um, and I'm so excited oh, okay, to good. talk to you about it because well, it's been fun talking. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, Ruth's book is my favorite. So I was like, I've got to ask Nancy how she got into this. So it's just so cool to hear about it. And I love talking about restaurants. I mean. We're so lucky to have some of the no, best. No, I mean, you can talk endlessly about it, right? I mean, truly, and there's always something new. I mean, it's like all the stuff that just keeps coming yeah. up. And because I get a little guilty of going to the same places over and over and over again, but there's so many new ones. And I definitely need to try cities. Definitely. Well, Nancy, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, glad, I'm so thankful, actually, grateful that we get to work with you. So you guys will always oh, well, be reading you. Nancy's work. So, yeah. We'll talk very soon, my friend. All right. Take good care. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media at Nashville Lifestyles on everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Nashville Lifestyles.